What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost Lifting Talk. We talk a lot about fat loss on this podcast and giving you the correct principles and strategies and methods in order to make your fat loss journey successful. And hopefully you've taken a lot away from this podcast in terms of that, in terms of how to set up your caloric deficit, how to achieve fat loss through sustainable methods to where you're not depriving yourself, you're not feeling super restricted, and you're able to make it more of a lifestyle for you in the long run. Today, I want to walk you through the exact four-step method that I use with each client that comes into my system when the goal is fat loss. Now, initially, when you think four-step method, wait just a minute, isn't losing fat just come down to being in a calorie deficit? Absolutely. But if you're familiar with your content and you've listened to episodes here, you understand that when it comes to achieving fat loss, there are a few things that still come into play with that. First and foremost, making sure that your metabolism is running at an optimal rate, making sure that your hormones are at an optimal rate, making sure that you aren't just staying in a caloric deficit forever. You're going through a reverse diet afterwards to bring your metabolism back up and get it going at a strong rate again to get rid of those hunger levels, as well as learning how to maintain that in the long run. So, Let's just hop into the four different phases that I use with almost every single client that comes into my system to help them achieve fat loss, but not only achieve fat loss, but more importantly, make sure to be able to sustain that fat loss over the long haul so that you only have to lose that weight once. And that's super important, right? That should be the main goal. When you go through weight loss, you should be doing it in a way that you'll never have to lose that weight again. And that's where most people go wrong is they end up in the yo-yo effect. You start doing things far too restrictive, you lose weight, but then you feel so deprived that you say, screw this and go back to old eating habits because the new habits that you've picked up aren't as sustainable. And so you just put all the weight back on and then you end up in this yo-yo over the long call that gets super frustrating. You end up damaging your hormones, damaging your metabolism, damaging your motivation overall to never truly think that you can do it because you're just spitting your wheels over and over. So let's get into the four different phases that I set up with each person that I work with to not only make sure that they lose the fat that they want to, but to make sure that they sustain that fat loss over the long haul. All right. So the first phase for somebody when the goal becomes fat loss, when they come into my circle is putting them through a primer phase to where we're essentially eating right around a maintenance level of calories for anywhere from a one up to a six, even eight week period, just depending on that individual and what their dieting history looked like before they worked with me. Some people are just ready for the deficit. Their metabolism is going strong. They've been overfeeding for a long time and they're in a position to where their metabolism is strong. They just need to be put into a deficit to start creating the result that they want to. Those type of people are quite easy. The primer phase is quite easy. All we'll do is take around a week at maintenance to help them build out the systems, learning how to track your food accurately, hitting your numbers consistently, making sure you're getting in enough protein, really just building up the habits and the skill set that's required to put you into a deficit to hit the ground running to start making progress right off the bat. But still, even with those types of individuals, I will take a week before the deficit starts and eat higher calories, probably around three to 500 calories that we're going to be in the actual deficit phase just to get a bit of an understanding of their metabolism, how it's going to react, make sure they're getting a steady stream of calories every every single day to stabilize the metabolism, as well as just stabilize their mindset and make sure that they are putting in the correct amount of work and consistency each day to earn the right to diet. And that's a super important thing to understand. If you're all over the place, you're not very consistent, your life is crazy, you're stressed out, 
and you just try to go straight into a deficit and expect yourself to be able to hit the ground running, you're going to run into a lot of problems. First and foremost, if you don't have consistency at the forefront, then you're going to run into situations to where you're not as consistent and you're going to probably end up in that yo-yo phase once again like you were in before. So really dialing things in for that first week. This is, again, for people who are ready for the diet, their metabolism is ready for the diet. Take that first week at maintenance. Just make sure that sustainability is there. Just make sure that consistency is there. Make sure that they're truly ready to hit the diet by putting together a seven out of seven consistent days really of eating up at around a maintenance so that we can then drop calories and start digging in that phase number two. But before we get into phase number two, just a couple more things here for different types of people. Let's say that somebody comes to me and they're yo-yo dieting. They're up and down, up and down in the last six months. They've dieted, they've They've gained weight, they've dieted, they've gained weight over and over. Chances are the metabolism's probably ran into the ground a little bit, meaning we're going to want to spend a little bit more time at maintenance right off the bat just to allow hunger levels to fully recover, just to give that metabolism really a steady base of calories each and every day that's going to be a little bit higher than the deficit phase so that we give the body an actual spot to be able to respond from when we do drop calories so that we can start getting the response that we're looking for. So if you have been yo-yoing, it's really going to be more like a four to eight week period to where we're just going to put the brakes on let you relax a little bit, just start building the skills and stop putting so much pressure on yourself to have to lose the fat now. That's the biggest thing for people in this situation is thinking I need to lose fat now and as fast as possible. And if um, I have this all or nothing mindset. And so first and foremost, you have to fix the mindset before the body can fall. I talk a lot about that. You have to get right mentally before you're ever going to get right physically. So literally taking some time to put on the brakes just to maintain and relax and build the skills and build the mental side of things first is going to make you so much more successful in the long run. And that sounds weird, right? A lot of people will come in and I'll put them through this maintenance phase right off the bat. They hire me to help them start dropping body fat, right? But like I said, If you aren't there mentally, I'm only doing you a disservice and on your own if you want to do this for yourself. You're only doing yourself a disservice if you don't first develop the skills and the mindset needed to actually attack the goals that you have in a sustainable manner. So that would be the second type of person um, that would depend on how that first phase of the primer phase would go. The third person would be somebody who has already been dieting but just wants to lose weight. Let's say they haven't yo-yoed, they're in a pretty good mindset, they've been losing weight, but they're just in a plateau at the moment and aren't sure, and so they're coming into my system wanting me to help them. This person I'm also going to take probably anywhere from a two to six week period in that primer phase to, again, let the metabolism sit up closer to a maintenance to recover some of those hunger hormones, get you feeling better, get your energy up, drop your stress levels down a little bit, as well as just get your metabolism running at a little bit of a stronger pace so that as when we do drop calories back down, you're gonna, your body's going to be more responsive and we're going to be able to start dropping body fat in a little bit more efficient manner. These types of people, you're not really as worried about the mental side of things. They understand how it works. They just need help and guidance, understanding how to up calories without gaining weight to, again, just let the metabolism recover to be able to go back into another deficit to continue fat loss. And again, that can be anywhere from a two to six week period. So this is the first phase of fat loss that I want you to think about, the primer phase. If you're just getting into it, you want to start tracking, you want to start eating low calorie right off the bat, I strongly urge you to start out your journey by going through this primer phase. Which of those people are you? 
Are you the first person who's just been overeating, who's ready to go into a deficit? I'd still urge you to start your first week higher calorie. Start around that maintenance level for a week or so and just build the skills, build the habits of tracking first at a higher level of calories before dropping calories. If you're that yo-yo dieter, just take some time and let your mind stabilize. Start eating a little bit more food for a little bit of time while tracking, understanding things without putting so much pressure on yourself so that when we do drop calories, your body's going to be responsive. You're going to be more motivated. You're going to know what you need to do to get to where you're going. And if you've been dieting for a long time and now you've hit this plateau and you can't continue to lose weight, I'd urge you still to take another two to six week period, eat up closer to a maintenance before dropping yourself back down to again, let your hunger levels get under control, let your energy levels rise, let your training get going better, let your motivation rebuild before going back down into that deficit. So that is phase number one, which is the primer phase. Now, phase number two is pretty straightforward. This is where we're going to dig and put you into that deficit. Depending on the individual, this could go anywhere from a 12 to 24-week period. If you don't have as much fat to lose, obviously, it's going to be around a 12-week period. The more fat that you have to lose, closer to that 24-week period. And then if you have a lot, a lot of fat to lose, like 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds even, then that could be extended even a little bit longer. But inside of this deficit period... We are still going to make sure that we're planning out refeeds over time. So we stay in the deficit, we drop calories, we start digging, we start shooting for fat loss each and every week. But then again, through that period, we're going to be adding in refeeds to where maybe every once a week, maybe once every couple weeks, maybe once every month, maybe once every couple months, just depending on your situation, we're going to strategically add refeeds into that just to ensure that we're giving yourself a light at the end of the tunnel. I talk about this often. When in a deficit, it can get super demotivating to always be eating low calorie and not being able to see a time to where you're going to be able to hit the brakes and be able to relax a little bit. So making sure that you're adding in phases can be, if it's every week, it, it could be one day per week. If it's every couple of weeks, it'd be two days um, every couple of weeks. If it's every month, it could be literally a week inside of every month. It's every couple months. It could still be a week, just depending on your individual situation. That's going to vary things a little bit, but making sure that you're setting up times in the deficit to where you have have planned out days to where you're going to be eating more calories is just going to help you stay more consistent on the days that you need to be in that deficit because again you can see that light at the end of the tunnel a lot of times with clients i'll put these refeeds around social gatherings i'll put these refeeds around vacations just different things like that to ensure that yes we are digging and we are dropping calories and we are going after that goal but making sure that we're adding in these refeeds to fit around your lifestyle to make sure that again, there's a light at that end of the tunnel so that you can have some time where you're not dieting inside of the diet to again, make it more sustainable, make you be able to not be so restrictive inside of your lifestyle, but still be pushing towards that goal. And I think it's super important to just be honest. And I know a lot of coaches want to talk about and podcasters want to say how you can make fat loss so easy with my methods. I'll make fat loss super easy for you, super sustainable. It's not restrictive at all, but being 100% honest at the end of the day, fat loss is tough. It's going to take some restriction because you do have to restrict calories. Regardless, you don't just get to eat whatever you want. Now, can you choose whatever food choices you want to? Absolutely. But first and foremost, you got to make sure that you're eating enough protein every single day, around roughly one gram per pound of lean body mass every single day. That should be a huge thing. And then understanding that, okay, when I'm in a deficit, my hunger levels are going to rise. 
So I need to be eating more high volume, lower calorie foods more often to be able to stay consistent so that my, uh, so that my hunger levels don't get too hard to manage. So if you're taking care of those big things, first tracking your caloric intake, eating enough protein to support your lean tissue, and then eating higher volume, lower calorie foods to support your hunger levels so that you're not just ravenously hungry all the time. Then you can get a little bit more flexible after that and maybe add in some sweets, add in something that's not quote unquote healthy for you and keep it within your calories and continue to make progress. But again, there's going to be some restriction. There's going to be parts of this that are going to be hard. There's going to be parts of this to where you're going to think, man, this might not be worth it. But understanding and accepting that before you get started inside of this phase, the deficit phase, now you're setting yourself up to be successful because when those feelings do come up, now you're in a position to be prepared for them because you've expected them to come instead of thinking, well, I can make this easy. This coach told me that I can eat whatever I want. I don't have to be super hungry and it's going to be totally fine. I think that's crap and I think that's setting yourself up to be unsuccessful and setting yourself up for failure. Understanding that it's going to be hard. You're going to have to dig a little bit, but it's not something that's going to have to last forever. To lose fat, you do have to be in a deficit, but to sustain the fat that you've lost, you do not. You just need to be around a maintenance level of calories. It's where you're feeling better. You're not hungry. You can be even more flexible with your food choices and just sustain the level of leanness that you've created. And that takes us into phase three. Once we have completed phase two and you've gone through the deficit, you've lost the amount of weight that you want to lose. Now it's time to take you through a reverse. And I've done episodes on reverse dieting in the past. You can scroll through um, around like 10 episodes back or so. I'll actually link that episode down below on reverse dieting um, so that you have a guide on what this looks like because I'm just going to keep this brief. But when it comes to the reverse diet, and again, this is phase three that we are moving into now. You've gone through the primer phase. You've gone now through the deficit. Drop the body fat that you want to. Now we're going to learn how to sustain this, but before we sustain it, we need to go through a reverse because what we know about the metabolism as calories drop and as you lose weight, the metabolism starts to slow down. It's not something that we can get around. It's just part of our bodies. It's, it's just how our bodies work. As we eat less, as we weigh less, we expend less energy, meaning you're going to be burning less calories, meaning your maintenance level is going to be a little bit lower but we can adapt the metabolism on the way back and maximize the amount of calories that we're eating in our maintenance. Getting it as high as possible without gaining weight is the goal inside of a reverse diet, which is phase three. So this is where when you get out of the deficit, the very first step to take is to add in somewhere probably between 200 to 400 calories, depending on how severe the deficit was that you were in and how all your biofeedback is. So if you are super hungry, if your sleep's bad, if you're super stressed out, if you're super irritable and you just want food, I'm going to add food back into your diet in that reverse a heck of a lot faster to help those feelings that you're having. Because the problem is you're not eating enough. We need to get you eating more faster to stabilize your mental state, to stabilize your hormones, to stabilize your metabolism so that you can sustain this in the long run. So first and foremost, if that was the case, if all your biofeedback starting to come back bad, you're in the diet for quite a long time, you had to dig pretty low, we're gonna add calories back faster. We're going to add 200 to 400 calories right off the bat. Then we're going to see how your weight plays out from there over a one to two week time frame, And then we're going to slowly add calories back in, keep adding calories anywhere from 50 to hundred calories after a couple weeks, 
for as long as we can until you start to gain weight. Once you gain maybe one to two pounds at that point, then we pull calories back and leave you at the top end of where you weren't gaining weight, and that's the top end of your maintenance range. So hopefully that makes sense. You add in 200 to 400 calories off the bat. If your biofeedback is coming back really bad at the end of the deficit, you'll want to add back calories faster. I'd go towards that 300 to 400 marker. If your biofeedback is coming back not so bad, you're not super hungry, your training still going okay, you're energized, you're not super stressed out, you could take a little bit slower of approach and add back 200 to 300 calories back initially. But then from that baseline, after a one to two week period of adding in those calories, we're still not at the top end of our maintenance. So this is where we add in the 50 to 100 calories per week over and over and over, and we're watching our weight throughout this time frame to ensure that it's not spiking and increasing over time. And if it's not and it's maintaining, well, you're still in your maintenance. So you're going to push that by adding 50 to 100 calories for as long as you can. Once you see that you might gain, the scale starts to trend upwards instead of stabilizing, that's when you're probably touching the top end of the bottom end of a surplus. And that's where you pull back to right where you were before you started gaining weight. And that's the top end of your maintenance. And that's where you can sit. And that's what brings us into the last phase of fat loss. This is where you're going to sit at your maintenance and just sustain the level of leanness that you have created. First and foremost, you do this so that you can stabilize those hunger levels, get your hormones back in full swing so that you're not hungry, so that you're not food focused, so that you're not irritable, so that you're not as stressed, so that your training is going better and you're feeling at your all time best while still tracking your macros during this time, while still tracking your calories and your protein, or if you're tracking macros, tracking your macros, whatever it may be. So you do this for as long as needed until, again, those hunger levels are under control, until you're feeling your all-time best, until your training's going really well. And at this point, you could then go to more of an intuitive manner to where you stop tracking and you just focus on whole foods, eating high-protein sources in each meal, and going off of your hunger levels for the way that you're eating and you'll be in a good position to be able to maintain your weight over the long run. You'll be able to sustain it because you've gone through the different phases. You reversed, then you went into the maintenance to sustain. You got your metabolism back under control. You got your hormones back under control. You can trust yourself with where you're at. You've built the habits needed to be able to go into an intuitive manner and kick tracking and just start listening to your body. And still, you're going to have to eat smartly. You still have to eat higher protein meals, lower volume, or excuse me, higher volume, lower calorie meals for the most part, just to make sure that you are staying full over the long run. Um, But that's going to naturally have you sitting around a maintenance level of calories. And again, being a little bit flexible, adding in some fun foods here and there, but just being smart over the long haul and holding on to the habits that you developed through those first four phases. And then you can kick it and just start to rely on the habits that you've built. Or let's say you go through the sustained phase. Now you're in a position to where feeling you're feeling much better, you are as hungry, training's starting to go really well, everything is on the positive up and up, right? Well, let's say you have more fat to lose at this point. Let's say you have another goal at this point. Say you have, you want to get even leaner. The rule here that I like to play off of is to spend at least half to three-fourths as as much time in that sustained phase, that fourth phase, before starting this whole process over again and going through phases one through four once again to drop more body fat in the future. That's something that you could do or you could slightly increase calories and switch your goal 
to go back into or to go into building muscle instead of losing body fat and up calories and slowly try to gain weight over time to build muscle. And then once you did build some muscle, you got to where you wanted to be, probably put a little bit of body fat in during that time period, which that's a discussion for another podcast. But as you did that, then you could come back and go through this whole process again to lose any extra body fat that you gained during that muscle building period to end up looking the way that you want to at the end of it. So hopefully this helped and gave you guys an insight into what these four phases are and why they matter. And I urge you, if you're somebody who has a goal of fat loss, if you're struggling, if you're yo-yoing, if you're having a hard time staying consistent, if you're having a hard time seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, I would urge you to put these four steps in place. You need a plan, something to follow. You need a blueprint to follow. And these four phases give you that blueprint and they tackle all of the issues that you're going to have happen, have come up throughout the process. This is a proactive approach to fat loss rather than a reactive approach. Start with the primer phase. Get your consistency ready. Earn the right to diet by becoming consistent and building the habits needed. Make sure metabolism is in a good space. Make sure your mental side of things is in a good space. Make sure your hormones are in a good space. And then go into the deficit. And know that it's going to be hard. Know that you're going to have to grind. Know that it's not going to be super easy and you're going to lose motivation throughout the process. But again, if you're proactive with that, and are thinking about it before it happens, then you're not surprised by it and you can push through it and know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And then phase three, go through the reverse. Adapt the metabolism back up as high as you can so that you can be eating as much food as possible while sustaining the level of leanness that you have created. And then just stay there for a while. Sustain that. Sit there. Let your hunger levels go away. Rely on your habits. Make it a lifestyle over the long call. This is a longer approach. This isn't a get fit in 30 days. This isn't a get fit in 60 days, get fit in 90 days. This is a lifestyle process for you to get to where you want to be. If you found value from this episode, I'd be super appreciative if you guys could take a screenshot and post it on your IG story. That way other people can see that you're listening and finding value here and it'll bring more listeners to the show. And I'd be super grateful if you could leave it a review. If you could leave it a star rating as well as a written review if you have a little bit extra time, it just helps the podcast be able to grow and see more people inside of Apple for your podcast to go and reach more. It comes down to the reviews. Have an amazing day and I'll talk with you soon.